welcome to Circle Back Podcast, guys. My name is Hannah. And this is Corey. So, we're really excited for this episode, as yeah. always. I mean, episodes have been so good. It has. Let's just be honest. It's been a good time. Yes. Um, today, we have a good friend of ours, Alex Walsh. Ooh. Hey. What's up, Alex? What's up? <laughs> I'm excited to be here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're really excited. Um, so, a little background is we met Alex at a church. Every single person I, I think that we've met is at church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it's not a bad That's thing. It's not a bad thing. Yeah, where our community came yeah. from. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So she came from Maryland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alex moved to Tennessee from Maryland, knowing one person basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. And when I tell you, this girl jumped right in. It was like she had been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no like shyness mm-hmm. or it was crazy. I was like, what the heck? Because <laughs> I'm the total opposite. Like I'm like, man. Nah, yeah. I'm not gonna talk to anyone. So anyway, so yeah, so we're glad you're here. Um, you moved you moved here for a for a boy, didn't you? Yep, my boyfriend Adam, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> who okay. I'm going to talk Juicy about actually. <laughs> I know, right? And yeah. you, now you guys met, if I'm not mistaken, like at a conference or yeah, we met at the Passion Conference. Okay, yeah. It, little little backstory, I guess. Um, when I was in middle school, I went to a Christian school, and we had a really cool middle school teacher. He showed us a seminar um, from Louis Giglio. Louis Giglio. Love Louis. Love yes. Louis. Yes. And I had never heard of him. Mm-hmm. He has a sermon called Fruitcake and Ice Cream. Yes. I was hoping you was going to say that. That is my favorite That's sermon my by favorite. him. Oh, my gosh. Well, in middle school, it stuck with me till today. And I tell wow. everybody about it. And so. For, I'm going to have to Google this. It you is, is so good. Everybody yeah. listening, you need to watch it. As it's on as YouTube. Possible. It's on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Um, so basically ever since I heard that po- or sermon, I knew that I, I one day wanted to see him speak in mm-hmm. person cause he just had such an impact on me. God used him and I knew about passion and I knew that it was like 12 hours away cause I lived in Maryland yeah. and the passion conference is in Atlanta, Georgia. So when I was, which is only like three hours for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when I was 22, I finally had time to go. I had a friend that was able to come with me. So we drove all the way over there. We brought my dog. We stayed in a hotel and it's a two day conference. The first day we got front row seats. The second day we got front row seats again. God was, it was just really cool. God was all over that weekend. Um, and then, then, and this is like a conference of like 60,000 people. It's insane. Yes. So like, yeah, big, yeah. Sadie Robertson was supposed to be there, but she got COVID, I think. So she was on the screens. But yeah, I wish she was there. But it was awesome. Louis spoke. Um, I think Tim Tebow spoke. Mm-hmm. And um, some other people that I can't remember right now. Probably Francis Kane. Oh, yeah. Christine Kane's always there. She's, yeah. so, she's a powerhouse. She right? is. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. Um, and so, what is it called? Music? No. Maverick City. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maverick City was about to be on. Um, no, they just started. And I was coming back from the bathroom, and I get a tap on my right shoulder. And it's this guy that I didn't know. And <laughs> and he had long hair and a beard. And um, I just remember thinking, 
No, actually, I didn't have time to think because it was only like a 30-second conversation. (laughs) (laughs) But he basically, I think he told me that he had seen me all day and he wanted to finally introduce himself. Mm. Found out he lived in Tennessee and I lived in Maryland and we were both graduated from college and that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Mm. Oh, and he did get my... He asked me for my Snapchat. I don't ha- I didn't have Snapchat at the time, so I told him my Instagram bio. <laughs> so that on the 12-hour drive home the next day, I was texting my or I was asking my friend while I was driving. I was like, "Did I get a DM yet?" <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Not yet." And then when I made it home after 12 hours, I noticed that there was a message. And then he the ended up coming to Maryland mystery. and I came yeah. to Tennessee and wow. now I'm here. Way to go, Adam. I know. It's so like Adam. Yeah. If you guys knew Adam. He's Way like, to go. There's like no surprise that he would go up to someone and be like, yo, what up, girl? <laughs> and he looks so different then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Well, good. I'm glad that that worked out and that you're here. And yes. I'm glad that through Adam that we have gained a new friend. I know. Yeah. So it's always good. So let's talk a little bit about when I... So I believe Adam was like kind of the one that was like, "Hey, Alex should be on the podcast." <laughs> we were on a live, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." You know, um, I've known Alex for I guess a year and a half now. Uh-huh. You know, um, and very wise, very close within her relationship with the Christ, with, with the Christ, <laughs> with, Christ. with the Christ. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I, I knew it would be good regardless. And um, so when I reached out to you, you were like, I just wanted to talk about the topic. I just hit the mic. Um, but the topic of like, hey, we were made for more or mm-hmm. you were made for more. Um, kind of expand on that. Just tell me a little bit about why you came to that conclusion. Yeah. Like, why do you want to speak on that? And, um, just kind of where that brought you. Yeah. So I've, I've always been really passionate about that because I, I always knew as a kid that I didn't want to be like everybody else because God made me for, God made me for more. God made me be different. Mm -hmm. So I've always been passionate about that, but I'm passionate for other people to know that as well. So we, Adam and I were on vacation in Florida last week and we were driving back home and we had, I had just met his uncle who is a commercial pilot either for Delta or American. I can't remember. Um, but I knew that Adam had told me that he wanted to be a pilot at one point Hmm. and he did not choose to do that. He (laughs) he chose to go in ministry like his family Mm -hmm. and that's where he felt called to, to go. Um, but obviously God had different plans. He, Adam ended up, doing ministry for a little bit right now he's not mm-hmm. and so this conversation came up about his uncle being a pilot and I was like what if you you know you have all this time right now mm-hmm. where you're not in ministry so what if you pursued that dream sure mm, that's good and I was like what makes you think that or what's stopping you, I guess, from doing that? Right. And basically, his fears were money mm-hmm. and time. Because mm-hmm. it is time-consuming. Right. So, he was saying, you know, it costs a lot. I mean, yeah. pilot school costs like hmm. 80000 a year. Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot. A lot of money. <laughs> more than we have. <laughs> more, more than, yeah, more money than we have. But also, at the same time, in your first year, you can make it all back. Mm. And so, it's kind of like... Okay, once you're done pilot school, right. mm-hmm. you can pay it back really right. quickly. And that's what his uncle was even saying. 
Um, so I was asking him, you know, what if what if you just decided to, you know, keep going or pursue that? Yeah. Um, I said, why do you think that God can't provide that for you the way he does for somebody else? Mm. Um, Good question. Yeah. Mm. And we only get one life, so why don't why don't we follow our dreams? I feel like, again, it goes back to my question or my statement, we were made for more. Um, so now Adam has signed up, or not signed up, but he has reached out to people in the area who have planes, and he wants to learn from them how mm-hmm. they got into that. Um, and then this conversation has come up multiple times this week. Mm. So I was with a friend who's a realtor yesterday, and... Um, she was kind of explaining the schools in the area because mm-hmm. um, I'm a I'm a realtor now, so I need to know the different schools sure. in the area. Um, so she was explaining why people like Tullahoma <laughs> versus the Franklin County. No, oh, yeah, just different counties around. Yeah, yeah, and um, but she was also just saying um, that in a lot of these towns that people. Live, are, are born here and die here mm-hmm. and that's different to me because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess where i'm from people uh, some people do that but also some people like expand yeah, yeah. and so but i have noticed that it, here in the smaller towns mm-hmm. people like all of their families here mm-hmm. yeah or they they'll move for a minute and come back it's, yeah that is a lot of times what happens too. yes yeah yeah that and that's what she was saying which is which is fine if that's where what God has for you, but also I feel like there's some people in this town that might feel a little stuck. Mm. You know, maybe maybe they don't know that they can be different from their family mm-hmm. and what they're surrounded by. Um, and I just I really just want people to know that you were made for more. Mm. You were made for so much more than what you think you can do. Yeah, that's good. So let me ask you this, um, which is it's very interesting because what you're saying is spot on i think that definitely i think in our in small communities and things like that it's more comfortable to stay where we are um where we know uh, i mean where we are comfortable right um but it's very interesting because the media uh or secular right uh media is all about self-help and all about you only live once go out and do this, doesn't matter what it is, you can do it. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of the total opposite. However, I do believe that, like, when it comes to definitely a Christian background, we get stuck in this, um, well, my family's here, my family goes to this church, my family does this, mm-hmm. my family, like, they were all in ministry. I got to follow that, you know, they were all doing this. Um, and... I don't think that, I think when you are speaking about we are made for more, I think the secular world, which is backwards, but I think they have a grip on that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because they truly believe you only live one time. If you're a Christian, right, you have this, you never die. Right. Like, you know, you're going to continue. But we should live on this earth like we have the most absolute treasure in the world, right? Because we've been given this life. Um, to change it and to, like, have this impact on the world yeah. that needs the, the Lord. Um, and so, I don't know, what do you think about that? Do you think that, or what, did you, what do you think the reason is that we get stuck hmm. in this kind of rut? Maybe not even a rut, just maybe just, I don't know, I'm just stuck. Like, yeah. I don't see a way out, you know. 
Yeah. Well, I think sometimes you, if you're surrounded by people that aren't moving and or or you're not used to change, it's kind of scary to make a change. Um, if you're the only person that's rooting for yourself mm-hmm. too, yep. if you don't have anybody else rooting for yourself, it is a lot harder to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, yes, of course God believes in you and he knows that, you know, if, if he wants you to do it, he'll make it happen. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's also a lot harder without support. So I think for one, you, you got to start out with being around people that support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a lot easier to That's good. to grow when you have people yeah. that are supporting you. Yeah. I think we have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Hmm. Um, putting ourselves out there when we're like not totally sure we're going to swim. Yeah. We may sink really, mm-hmm. really hard. <laughs> um, but I think if we, this mindset of sink or swim type of mentality, like the support system that we have, even if you sink, you're going to come back up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you're always going to be able to be picked back up, picked back up. And so I think that when we talk about being stuck and talk about being, um, people just not believing they can do what they actually want to do in this Mm -hmm. life. I think it comes from this, like you said, this fear of failure. Mm -hmm. Um, and we use a lot of excuses of like, which money is not an excuse. Money is very real. (laughs) Like, and everything costs money. Everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think where there's a will, I think there's a way, Mm -hmm. um, whether that means, Hey, maybe you save up for, maybe your dream doesn't start now. Maybe it starts later. So maybe you save up and you do the hard work of like saving and, you know, working at the McDonald's for now until your dream comes to, or, you know, whatever. And, um, and I think we have to be okay being uncomfortable. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think. That's where growth comes is in the uncomfortability of life and the uncertainty of is life. Is un- uncomfortability? I word? don't know. <laughs> I just made that up on the fly. I think it is. I don't know. You know, when you're uncomfortable, that's when you 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 grow. Mm-hmm. You're able to learn. You're able to move forward and stuff like that. And so I think it's it's good for us to be uncomfortable to have that type of tension in our life where we can. Um, you know, do more than what we are thinking we can do. Mm-hmm. And I think for you, even in your story, with you living in Maryland and moving here, you know, yes, it was for a, a guy, but also, like, it seems like you're accomplishing dreams that you've had. Like, mm-hmm. you got into this real estate business, and you're doing, you know, things that you probably haven't done before. Um, and so just being able to yeah. grow that way. Yeah. yeah, a very go-get attitude. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that, you know, whether you're uh, – extrovert introvert Mm -hmm. whatever it may be um i think that was really (laughs) uh i think that we just have to have i think you're yeah i think you're spot on with the whole you have to have a a a cheering section you Mm -hmm. know um for when you're uncertain about life and you know you're scared of the unknown or whatever i think that being able to say like hey alex like I really want to do this. Can you mm-hmm. help me get there? Like, yeah. you know, or even that, if that means, Hey, let's sit down and, and research it. Yeah. Let's, you know, sounding yeah. board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just happened to me. Um, a friend, all, all my friends in back in Maryland knew that I, I was studying for my real estate test for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And it took me a year and a half to get through the schooling and to pass it in Maryland. And then 
when I moved here, everybody was like, why did you do all that work for nothing? Mm. But I knew I was still going to do it wherever God called me to do mm-hmm. it. But he just, I think he wanted me to to step work out. for it mm, and, cool. to, and to step out. Um, so I had a friend who DM'd me a couple of days ago and she was like, she, she felt stuck. She wants to... She sees that I'm accomplishing my goals, and she wants to, to find that in mm-hmm. herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so a little bit about her is um, I met, I'm best friends with her sister, and I became friends with her, um, and she was in baking school, and um, I think, I don't know, I, but I, I feel like that's something that I could definitely see her doing, mm. um, but she needs to be cheered on yeah. some more um, because she, she was in – baking school and she just felt like it took her love for it away because instead of it being fun it was right. work yeah and and I told her um about my story with real estate how it, it took me a, a year and a half and I had to be a driver recruiter for truck drivers and I absolutely hated that job <laughs> at first <laughs> I I was miserable <laughs> I did not like that job I remember I I knew that that's where God had me, though. Mm-hmm. But I cried, like, every day. Yeah. Wow. I would come home crying, saying, I hate this job. But I also, at the same time, felt sure that God, that's that's where God had me for some reason that I didn't understand yet. Mm. <laughs> Just had a quickening. <laughs> and later, I did find out why. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because, one... If I would not have become a driver recruiter then, I would not have been able to get the job with Adam's brother-in-law when I moved here, mm-hmm. being a driver recruiter. Mm-hmm. But that helped me um, have financial stability when That's I good. started real estate. And also it taught me speaking skills. Because mm-hmm. as a as a recruiter, you have to speak on the fly. Yeah. And in real estate, people ask you some questions and you just have to like speak on the fly <laughs> and... Fake it till you make it. Yeah. (laughs) Fake it till you make it, yes, but not. (laughs) But know your stuff. (laughs) Yeah, know know your stuff. Yeah. And definitely reach out to people if you don't know the answer. And just be honest with people, but always sound confident with whatever you say. Mm. And that's what recruiting taught me. And if I would never have done that, I probably wouldn't have been confident as I am. Mm -hmm. So God uses all of that. And that's what I wanted to encourage her right now as she's kind of going through things. But I have a feeling that. You know, maybe she needs to go back to baking school and push through the hardness of that. Mm. Even it's, even though it's not fun right now, I think that once she's finished, and maybe she has to work in a bakery that she doesn't like for a little bit, but eventually she can own her own catering business, and that's yeah. fun. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I it think just takes a while. <laughs> I think you know, being in the in the waiting is hard. Mm. You know, you see, you know exactly what you want to do but you can't see the steps to get there yet. Mm. And sometimes you just have to hang on to that one step for a while, a lot longer than you want yes. to. And then you'll finally move to the next step. And then you'll finally move to the next step yeah. until you finally made it to where you want to be. That's good. Um, and we live in a culture where we just, everything is instant. Like if I can't have it now, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. And we don't want to work hard a lot yeah. of times to get to the other end or wait yeah just waiting yeah. is hard I, um, I have issues waiting on my prime <laughs> amazon prime Corey's out there with binoculars <laughs> wait for like, where are you you say you're gonna be here at four and it's seven o'clock yeah. like come on now yeah didn't you lie it's 401 you're already like, like you're already mad <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I think, and honestly, my own life, I like this resonates with me a whole lot because I'm in this period of my life where I'm like, I don't know what the heck's happening in my life. Like, and that's just being very honest. I like literally, I feel like if everything that could go wrong has been mm-hmm. going wrong, and I'm like, hey God, like you know, and like I'm just like, I gotta get out of my job. I gotta find a new job, and I gotta get out of my. Ha- I work from home, and like all of that is. You know, and I've had some opportunities. So it's so funny. So I, I go and my job, I was like, I think I need, I think I need something new. Right. And it's just simply because like, there's a lot of things, but I was like, I work from home. I'm always home. I need to be around people. I need some community, blah, blah, blah. Well, then I get a phone call or I, I reach out and I meet with an owner of a business and he's like all about, he's like, yeah, I mean, I want you this is going to be great, super awesome. And I'm like, great. Like, let me think about it to make sure I'm doing the right move. Let me just, let me think on this. The next day, <laughs> get a call from Eli's um, school. We had signed Elias up for a different preschool um, instead of daycare. So he's moving up. And they finally called and they're like, hey, he got accepted. The hours are this. Well, that completely contradicts what I thought I was going to do. So I can't go to this other job. And I'm like, okay, I guess I just need to suck it up and stay where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And then I get a call yesterday that's like, this guy's like, hey, I want to talk to you about this opportunity. Um, come meet me on Monday, which I'm going to meet him on Monday. But it's just like, I'm like, okay, what the heck is going on? Like, you know, and then I get pulled over yesterday. <laughs> like, oh you know, goodness. it's just like one thing after another. I'm like, okay, everything's fine, you know. But I think when those, quote unquote and they're not huge trials or anything it's just like a lot of confusion chaotic like atmosphere you know and you're just kind of going day by day but um I don't want to work from home my whole life but to do what I want to do I have a steady income I'm blessed to work from home because I have a child that I can just kind of be with there's a lot of pros and but I think if we run quickly and we don't slow down Mm. we need to slow it down a little bit and be like, okay, let's look at the pros here, you know, um, and make True. a, now maybe the decision is to leave still, but if we slow down long enough to understand everything that's happening around us, then make a, you know, a decision based on all that. I think we're better off. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard being stuck. It is. And I think that most of the world is stuck. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what do you think, Corey? You think you're, do you think you've ever struggled with that? Um, there's definitely been seasons where I've struggled with being stuck and uh, just not knowing. Mm-hmm. And you said something earlier, both of you guys said something earlier about the waiting period mm-hmm. of life. And I, for me, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, as Alex was even speaking, I was thinking about the story of Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a dream. Mm-hmm. And in that dream, he he had all these. So did Martin Luther. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, I have a dream. Uh, <laughs> but Joseph, he has this dream, and like it didn't get fulfilled until years later. Yeah. But in the meantime, in that in those seasons of life, like he had a lot of struggle. There was a lot of calamity that took place in his life, and and yeah. and you know the Bible even says that uh, from the time that. He had the dream until it was fulfilled. The Lord tested his character. Mm-hmm. And I think some of us, you know, we need our, our character tested. Yeah. 
Yes. You know, this this waiting season of life, this, yeah, you have a dream and you want to do more, but, like, are you doing something mm-hmm. in the meantime? Yeah, and the cool part is, is God wouldn't be a very good God if he just threw us in unprepared. Right? Exactly. Um, and... So a lot of times that exactly. waiting is exactly what you yeah. said of character building, mm-hmm. you yep. know. And it would have killed Joseph if, yeah. he, if he would have got the dream. Mm-hmm. If the dream would have came right. to fruition when he dreamt it. Yeah. And your priorities just need to be sometimes corrected, yeah. you know. And your priorities could be something good, you mm-hmm. know. Like, it's very e- easy to idolize your family, idolize yeah. your friends. Idol- and you know what I mean? We think about this stuff. We're like, oh, well, I'm not doing anything bad. Mm-hmm. It can be good things, too, that yeah. you need to t- take a step back and be like, okay, let me get my eyes set on the prize, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and just go one day at a time working towards that. Because the reality of it is, is life is unpredictable, mm-hmm. and so many things are going to come at us that we've just, man, out of left field, right? But if our prior, t- if we've prioritized, <laughs> if we prioritize the main thing and just continue to doing to doing that thing, I think you're okay. Like yeah. like for me, with all the chaotic things that are going on in my life, I don't know anything that's going on. But I know if I, for me, if I center myself and mm-hmm. and get in the Word of God every night, mm-hmm. at least that's one thing I can control. <laughs> Like, and I'll take it. You yeah. know what I mean? That's all I know to do. That yeah. is such a testament for all the people that are going through something right now. To y- You guys, you have a friend it, with Hannah. Because if you guys are going through something, Hannah understands. She definitely understands. Yeah. And she also has that firm foundation. So definitely reach out to Hannah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> and maybe if you're listening, you, you may be the person that needs to encourage someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's your season right now. It's going to be an encouragement to someone and... You you never know, and I when I think of friendship and stuff like that, um, like I never know what someone else is going through unless they tell me. But I don't know like what's hanging on, mm. and what's keeping them right. from like hanging on or just self destructing and stuff yeah. like that. So I always want to be an encouragement to someone, mm-hmm. and you know, reach out to them and talk to them, and because um, you just you n- you never know. Yeah, yeah. A quick text of hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, goes yes. a long way. You know, yeah. even if they don't respond, it's mm-hmm. you've done what you can to yeah. to encourage and reach out and the, just be a listening ear. At least they know that olive branch has been you right. know, extended. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so Alex, okay, so now you're saying you're in real estate. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now you're also. And you just sold your first house a couple weeks I ago, did. right? I yeah. did, yeah. yes. And I have a closing next Tuesday. Woo! This upcoming Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell me, you were talking about having your license in Maryland. Yes. So is that, when you moved to Tennessee, uh, is that kind of doesn't, you can't transfer that? So did you have to take the test again, or how does that work? Yeah, so in different states, it depends, but in Maryland and Tennessee, there's two different state tests. So it's nice. okay. Yep, so that's why everyone it. was like, oh, that was a waste of time. Like, yeah. you know, okay. But the national test, which was the test that took me nine times. Oh my gosh. That is another story. Nine times. It took me nine times. And I got so frustrated with God, too. I was like, I feel like this is what you want me to do, mm-hmm. but why is it taking me so long? I keep failing, Alex, dude. That is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I, after once, I'm like, well, I'm done. Like, <laughs> like that is really incredible. Yeah. I think if anyone's going to talk about 
becoming more. I think yeah. you you are someone. Yeah, perseverance. I think That's you're good. someone that yeah. has that story because like, just the short time I've known you, I've never seen you like. Mm-hmm. Like accept defeat. You know what I mean? You're like, nope, I know where I know where my goal is. I'm gonna go after it. And it's like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> like well, it's really cool. That's a good character trait yes. for someone who's mm-hmm. who's wanting more. I, yeah. I think that's definitely like, God made us each for different reasons and maybe that's why he made me to to help other people in that way. But I'm very passionate about it because I want people to I mean, people people made fun of me. My friend made fun of me. <laughs> She was kidding, but <laughs> was she? Alex is like nine times a charm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Some people were like, "Are you?" Gonna, well, yeah. They were like, "Are you just gonna give up?" I was like, "No, I'm not gonna give up. This yeah. is what I want to do." My family believed in me, and Adam believed in me. For I mean, he knew me for the last couple tries, and um, he was actually with me in Maryland when I passed. So hmm. it took me nine times over a year and a half. That's crazy. And like, so do you have to wait after you like? If how long do you have to wait and to pay the, the next? Yeah, I mean, how's that work? Yeah, I spent a lot of money. That is insane. <laughs> but I wanted it. Yeah. That is blowing. Ooh. It is really blowing my mind. That's, that'll preach. Yeah, that is so crazy. <laughs> I wanted it. Yeah, you don't hear that anymore. Yeah. Like you don't. You really don't. Mm-mm. I mean, people give up on their dreams super easy. On their dreams. Other things, yeah. It's just it's just super easy. Like I was I was I was on Instagram yesterday and I, I saw this uh, this reel that came up and it had uh, whoever the guy is um, and he was talking. It was from a movie and he was quoting. And he was like, "How much did it cost you to give up on your dream?" And the guy said it was twenty seven thousand a year. Wow. And I'm just like, man, how many times have we have we we gave up on something that was so we were so passionate about when we were younger? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. that we wanted when we was younger, and then we get the first opportunity to come, yep. and we just give up on everything. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he was in the movie. He was trying to be a chef, and you know, he got into the business world, mm. and he gave up on his dream. And it was like for twenty seven thousand dollars a year. Mm. It's crazy. And it's just, it hit me like it was like, and I usually don't get hit when I listen to reels and stuff like <laughs> that. But that hit me because it was like, man, I can imagine, That's you know, having this dream when I was younger, mm-hmm. and then giving it up. Mm-hmm. for whatever the salary was yeah and i think you know if we want to take it back to the bible of like in the bible it says um i'm gonna butcher this but like no ch- like what childlike faith yeah. right and i think that goes along i don't think that's just talking about mm. believing in jesus <laughs> oh allison stole my own <laughs> yeah she did <laughs> i think it's talking about just how children how their minds work. Yeah. The whole world is just this beautiful, wonder, curious place. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that they're going to say, oh, I can't. Like, a lot of the other day, like, I want to be a police officer. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, all right. Like, you know, there's nothing in his way that he, he, there's nothing in his mind that thinks I can't be a police officer. Like, it's very much of like, oh, I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's almost just like this, this wonder of the world and nothing's going to stop what a child wants to do children right. are resilient and you know um but man and you think about that and sometimes you're like gosh i just need a little bit of childlike wonder and faith you know and um help me to just see the world differently yes. and see it as an opportunity because you, you put me here on this earth not to just be miserable yeah you know? and um and now we live in this world of social media and <laughs> 
you know, I, I, and I was just thinking about this yesterday. I was watching something on Instagram or whatever. And I literally thought, do you think people ever work? Like they have this giant hat. Like when do they work? Like, yeah, no. I'm like, what do they do? You know? And like, I'm wondering and, and I'm like, but then you start fantasizing about this life that they're living. But in reality, you have no idea the life they're living and what they did to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's hard work and and it's just going to be difficult sometimes. Life is just hard. Um, and so I think just not giving up on our dreams is, is a big thing. Um, I have a friend that she's all, so like Adrian, my friend Adrian is, um, at this point, I think the podcast should just be called circle back featuring Adrian. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like the girl literally was like, I want to be an actress or learn more about movies, learn more about, um, screenwriting, screenplay, whatever. All this creative stuff, right? And she was just like, I'm going to move to California. And I'm like, what the heck? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, how dare you move from me? No. But, like, she moved 2,000 miles away where she literally didn't know a single soul to mm. a place that's really expensive, really hard. And she'll tell you, like, it is hard. But every time I talk to her, I, I always joke with her. I'm like, hey, when are you coming home? And she'll say... Whenever it this doesn't feel like where God wants me to be, huh. and I'm like, "Truggy with that," <laughs> you know. Um, and it's it's a really inspiring um, it's a really inspiring thing to me um, because here I am in Tullahoma, and I'm like, man, like I give up pretty easily sometimes, <laughs> like you know. And um, so I don't know. I think it's really cool. I think it's a topic that we need to speak more on, mm-hmm. and I think it's cool you brought it run it up because yeah. i think you're a prime example of of you, you do what you preach right so well thank you what one story i think i was just listening to all of this and it kind of reminded me of a story one day this is random i was vacuuming my house and, <laughs> and i just felt like i had a revelation from god mm. um and he brought me back to the story of abraham and sarah and God promised them a son. Mm. Now, they were old. If people don't know the story, they were they were very old. They didn't, you know, they thought that they were past that time. And not only did God promise it, but they were already at that old age when he promised to bring them a son. He didn't say when, though. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were already old. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't say when. Now, when God finally fulfilled that promise, they were way past yeah. that. <laughs> so, I don't... They, they, they were farting dust, yeah. let's just say. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're pretty much bones at that point. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but... But imagine, like, put yourself in that situation. <laughs> I, I like to put myself in that situation when I'm getting impatient. <laughs> it's like, if they, now they did not, they, they weren't always faithful. I mean, Sarah got so impatient that she had Abraham sleep with Hagar, their servant. Yeah. And that brought a son, but it wasn't the son that God promised them. Yeah. Mm. And so sometimes we go out of God's line. Yeah. Preach. But I, I, we're not powerful enough to stop God's plan. Huh. And That's good word. <laughs> and so if you look at that story, 
if anybody's struggling with this, go back and read Genesis and go back to Abraham and Sarah and read it all through um, until they have Isaac. But not only did God promise and fulfill that promise, but then he asked them to sacrifice that promise. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I just waited all of these years for God to fulfill this promise. And now he's asking me to give him up? Yeah. I mean... I, yeah. Well, that's identity crisis one on one because here's the thing, whatever you have waited for so long, maybe maybe it's not the son, like your son. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> anyway, I don't. I'm not saying like you know sacrifice your son, but anyway, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, but maybe it's the job. Maybe it's the career. You know, whatever that thing is, put it in. in right. There. Like, what is your identity in that, or is it in Christ? So if I took this thing away, are you going to crumble? Hmm. Or are you going to con- continue to stand for There will always be a right. test. There's always a test. And there's always time where you're just like, oh my gosh, like you, I, there's so many, gosh, uh, I think about my own son, like, you know, and I'm like, man, if he was taken from me, like my, my, one of my hats is mom, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, that's a big thing to, that's a big, an honor. yeah, it's such an honor, but it's also could become an identity for where like, if he's not around, I'm just like, well, I'm useless. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like that, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a mom for 22 years, right? right? Um, and so I think if we we just have to be willing to inc- or get to the place of like, all right, first of all, whatever you give me isn't mine anyway. It's a gift, absolutely. And you're trusting me with that gift, and so I have to get to this place of just knowing that, first of all, he's good, right? God is good. Mm-hmm. And his plan is going to work in our favor. Maybe not right away, but it will. Um, And it's like, okay, (laughs) I I get that, but this is hard, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, it is hard. But in the waiting, we don't just sit still. We proactively continue to search out who God is. And in that, we will understand maybe what's going on. And maybe we won't. Like, and that's the dance where faith comes in. Right. It's like, I have no idea, God, what's going on, but just help me, help me to continue on this path with you because it's all I know to do. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like I, I just had another epiphany, <laughs> but I feel like I'm, I'm always connecting the dots of what mm-hmm. God, God has been doing in my life. Um, and so God, he didn't make them sacrifice their son. He just did that to test them and he did give them back. His son. Um, And kind of in my story where I had gotten to the point where, okay, I I fulfilled that dream. I got my real estate license in Maryland. Well, then I met Adam, and I moved to Tennessee. And so I had to be in a waiting period again, Mm -hmm. just like God gave them the son, and then he removed it. But then I was able to pass my test in Tennessee and I got that son back, just mm-hmm. like in Abraham and Sarah. Yeah. Um, so God, just like you were saying, God gives and takes away. But it's all for good. We just don't know it in the moment, how he's going to connect all the puzzle pieces. But it always fits in a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool to look back on. So I want to encourage everybody that's listening today, look at your situation in life right now and see, you know, what what did you think that God promised you and what did he take away? But how is he working all things for good right now? I want you to actually search for that and pray about that today. Yeah. And yeah, and I think too, let's go back real quickly to, I loved what you said is they weren't always faithful, right? So they 
like you said, Sarah was like, hey, go sleep with this other woman so we can have a son, right? And he did, and they did get a son, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's wild because, yes, that wasn't the plan, and they hurried that plan along, but they still were able to have a son. So I just want to go back to the fact of <laughs> we can derail the plan, but it's not God's plan, you know, just because we're not patient. And we're not, God has something so much greater in store for oh, us. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we try to hurry things along and it always like mm. just yeah. fails so badly. Yeah. Like we're like, I don't understand why that happened. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, right. you tried to be a pilot without the license. Like, you yeah. know, you know, you just, you're not, you're not doing the steps or the work to get yeah. there. And if you're a promise something, you got to believe, like, do you, how much do you believe? Like just the, the fact that he said it. Do you believe it or do you not, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and and the reason for the son is there was unfaithfulness. And there was this complete, just utter, like, disaster of like, okay, my husband, go sleep with another woman. And then, like, you know, it's like, no, that's not how, that's not how this works. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and so I just think that was a really cool sidebar. And I didn't want to just continue right past that. The yeah. fact that they hurried along, they didn't have the patience to mm-hmm. wait. Yeah. Well, and it produced the son, but the son produced evil right out of that, yeah, um, and wickedness, and so you know it they did it outside of the promise and the fulfillment of God, and it the son came, but it wasn't the promise mm-hmm. and the son that came from them Ishmael was wicked, yeah, and a lot of times we can the promise and the wicked can look very similar hmm. um and can be very. True. <laughs> Can be what you think is really good at the moment. Yeah. A lot of times that's how it works. A lot of times you're like, finally, I have what I want, mm-hmm. what I need. Um, and then it's like. It's a distraction. Yes. Yeah. And then it's like, this is not. Gets you off the mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of people end up in places where they're like, this is not what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm. I have. I've heard that a lot of, you know, I've, I've done this, I've done this and. I got married, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I had a child, but I thought it wasn't going to, like, I didn't know it was going to be this hard, blah, blah, whatever it may be. Um, and I think that we just, I think that the two things can be very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and not always bad. Like, the, having a, a child is a beautiful thing. Um, having whatever you want to have, whatever. Um, <laughs> as far as... <laughs> If you want to have a dog, cat, don't matter. <laughs> um, but I think that if we allow ourselves to get off this plan and, and have it our way, no matter what the cost, mm. it can be very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And that's where we get distracted and we get even the good thing that has come has become this very hard, very um, almost like what did I do mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah, what you were just saying reminded me of two verses that I I was thinking about this morning when I was coming. I was just thinking, you know, what verses would apply to us when we are thinking about what are we made for more? You know, what what does God have for us to do? Um, and it's got it's very simple. Um, God says in. 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing it for the glory of God, in Abraham and Sarah's situation, them having that son with their servant, that was not doing it all for the glory of God. That was doing it all for the glory of them. Mm-hmm. They wanted to reach their dreams without God. 
Hmm. They weren't willing to wait for God's promise. Um, so if you if you apply this verse, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. If that means, you know, like Anna said, working at um, McDonald's, you know, do it all for the glory of God. Make it easy home to Big Mac. <laughs> Sponsor us, please. Pray over that pickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Chick-fil-A, that's why they got good <laughs> Lord Hammers. That might be the title. Yeah, pray over that pickle. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's a good one. Pray over the pickle with Alex Walsh. <laughs> but something as simple as that and something as simple as vacuuming your house. That's what yeah. even brought me to Abraham and Sarah. I was vacuuming a house, my house and I hate vacuuming. <laughs> I I am not the cleanest person and I want to be. I really want to be that Proverbs 31 woman. And she, I mean, she is like a cleaning, she's she's always cleaning her house. She wakes up early, you know, she's taking <laughs> care of everything. I want to be that, and I'm not yet there. But I want to be there. Um, so I was vacuuming my house, and I was just praying, Lord, I'm doing this for the glory of you. This is what you want me to do, and I'm doing it for you. So it made it much more enjoyable when yeah. I thought about it like that. I don't always think about it like that, but... Um, I was doing it all for the glory of him. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Even if it's not where you want to be yet, just keep on doing it for the glory of him and he'll he mm. will direct your path. That's mm. good. And that's what Proverbs 16.3 says. It says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. Yeah. So keep on, keep on going. Hannah, like she was just saying, she doesn't want to be at her job. And so she's... <laughs> She's probably there's, praying, you know. There's so many people from my job that listen to <laughs> Sorry. Not, here's the thing. I like my job, but other... Anyway. She likes the people. I do like the people. There you go. It's the work from home part. <laughs> yeah, I'm just having a little trouble. I'm a little depressed. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but God, God's going to use that. And like she was saying, that she's getting reached out to by these other people mm-hmm. and... Um, and she's kind of having to bob and weave, you know. Which and the one? answer may be to stay. Yeah. And that's the that's kind of what I'm coming at with, with what you were saying is like, in my mind, I'm thinking, nope, this can't be it. Like, you know, like, and I get very like, <laughs> just like a thought hits my head. I'm like, I got to do it right now, <laughs> you know. And I'm so, like yeah. And like, it may be like, Hannah, chill out. Just calm down. Everything in your life is crazy right now. <laughs> chill. Yeah. Sit. Be with me. Everything's going to be fine. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so it may just be stay. Chill. Yeah. Like, hear me out. Just stay for a minute. I'll take care of you. And and you're in a good spot because, like I said earlier, she has a found, she has that solid foundation. Um, so she's, you know, she didn't mention it, but I'm sure she is praying for God to direct her and, and lead her. And Trying, and, Alex. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> You make me sound like this holy saint, and I am far from well, it. Well, none of us. Yeah, none of us. None of us on none this podcast <laughs> or any of us in this world yeah. will ever equate to God. So yeah, don't yeah. don't ever hold anybody to God's yeah. standard. And it's so funny because you're talking about these verses and talking about um, Sarah and Abraham and all these people. And um, I'm doing a... So I recently had a lot of trouble reading my Bible. Like, I've been really bad about it. And... Like about two weeks ago, I'm like, dude, I'm just doing it. Like, I'm just going to do it. But I bought this Bible study thing because I have a lot, I have real trouble with comprehension yeah. and reading and not just the Bible. Like, it could be Captain Underpants. Like, you know. Wow. I have no idea what I Bible, do yeah. Captain Underpants. Hey, I mean, all for the glory of God. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and so, um, 
Anyway, so I bought this Bible study thing, and the very first thing it has me going through is Job. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know. But here's the thing. That story is all about, like, these trials. For a man who didn't really, we all deserve death, because that's what the Bible said without, you know. But he had lived, it said he was blameless, and he was faithful to the Lord. Like, righteous. Um, right, yes, that's the word. Where he is righteous, and, and not many people are called, like... <laughs> Like righteous, you know, and he was called in the Bible a righteous man, and um, he had all these trials, one after another. He lost his children, lost all of his cattle, like all this stuff. But in the patience that he had, in this, just the simple of like, I'm just gonna, I'm not, I'm, I still love the Lord. However, he did have questions, mm. and he was like, what the heck is going on? But I don't have to know the why. I just know who I'm following, mm. right? And so he talked to God very much, very, as far as honesty goes, he was very honest. Um, and he, he did what he knew best, which was continue to speak to the Lord, but he was very sad. <laughs> uh, I mean, he, he was very lonely, very down, you know, he had just lost everything, but in the patience and the waiting, he got those things back, right? Yeah. At, the end, at the end of the story. Multiple. Yeah. And I had written something on Facebook or Instagram or something, but it's so easy to run a rush, mm. our grief, when a rush, our, you know, status quo, when a rush, everything. But I think if we can calm, calm ourselves down enough to listen to the Lord um, and just know, like, we know the end of the story. Mm. I think a lot of times we forget that. We forget that, like, oh, I remember. I remember that you do love me. Mm. I remember I am a child of God. I remember that. You dress the lilies, so you're going to dress me. Like, I remember that you do these things, and you love me. Um, and everything is going to work out to the good, as yes. long as I follow you. Um, and I think we just forget those things so quickly, and we just become still and stagnant and angry mm. and bitter. And it's a, it's a it's an easy place to get to. Um, yes. We make it sound like we're just, read the Bible and everything is fine. No. <laughs> Life is hard. Really? And it is messy. Mm. And it is, life's hard enough. Like, I want to make it as easy as I can. And the only way I know to do that is just go one day at a time and have people in my corner rooting me on, like you're saying, when I can't root for myself. Mm. Yeah, that's good. So, The story of Job is a story of the right people around you matters. Mm. Um, You know, his wife doubted God and told him to curse God. Yep. His friends as well. His friends as well, except for one, um, did the same thing. And, you know, you if you read the story of Job, like the middle part is very hard to read. Yeah. Which is where I'm at. Yeah. It's, <sighs> like the conversation between yeah. friends? Yeah. Yeah. It's very hard. And then so you, you get like three, four chapters of Job talking to his friends and then like five chapters of God saying, where were you when yeah. this was happening? Yeah. And then the end of Job is, you know, great. And we see that, but we see that Great, it's, Corey. there's I a haven't pro- read it all yet. No, there's <laughs> a progression of Job, and well, it's me. Oh, sorry, um, but yeah, it's just it's 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 one of those stories where the right people around you can make all the difference, right. and and who's speaking into your life, and who's encouraging you, and and all of that. So. Yeah, cool. That's so true. My, real quick, my friend. It's funny. God always like brings up same things over and over again, like. Mm-hmm. The story of Job just came up. My friend called me out of the blue, and um, she does not have a, a family or um, friends that really encourage her mm. 
to go to the Lord. Um, they encourage her, and they're great, but they don't encourage her to go to the Lord, and so she doesn't really have that support except me. Um, and it was so cool. She'd mentioned that, oh, I told her, she, she's been going through some things. Um, you know, her, her uncle died, her aunt has cancer, mm-hmm. her parents got divorced. Um, she was going through a lot, and she's just like, she's like confused like she keeps praying for God to change her circumstances and it's and she thinks that it's her the way that she's praying and I told her there's no magic prayer Mm -hmm. um but all you can do is in those times go to God it's it's kind of it's difficult at times when you don't see a way out um but I was like I'm here for you and I'm I'm just let me pray over you talk to me whenever you need because you need those people in that time um because it can get discouraging but I told her read Job mm-hmm. I, I was like have you ever heard of Job she had never heard of Job mm-hmm. um I was like read Job and she said that she doesn't have a bible and I said well I'm getting you a bible right now mm-hmm. it was Amazon Prime and I sent her one to her house <laughs> and um but it's That's just good. it's cool that we're talking about Job all over again because I think that God none of this is coincidence um, I think that God is using yeah. the same stories over and over again to touch other people. Mm-hmm. But Job is a really, really good yeah. story. Yeah. It is good. And, you know, you had said something about changing circumstances. Sometimes we don't need to pray for the circumstances to change. Sometimes we need to pray for the sight to see through mm-hmm. the circumstance. Right? So. Yes. And I'm not saying, like, we want the circumstance. Most of the time, if we're praying, like, we don't want the circumstance. We're like, right. I hate this. Like, yeah. But, God, I hate what I'm going through right now, but will you please help me see you yeah. in this circumstance? Well, I, I think, and this is important, that um, oftentimes God will not deliver us out of a situation. He's going to be with us through the situation. And so we just have to remember that in countless stories. We just named three yeah. stories mm. in the Old Testament where God walked with these people through the situation. He didn't deliver them out of it. Right. He went through the through uh, the situations with them, Joseph, Abraham, and Sarah, yeah. and now Job. And so it's this is I think oftentimes we're just looking for the quick fix, and God is like, "There's a purpose mm-hmm. for your pain." Mm-hmm. If I can't stress that enough, there's a purpose for your pain, and so whatever that purpose is, just know that God is wanting to use that so that yes. He can get the glory, you're getting the benefit, mm-hmm. and people are going to understand. Um, and grow from that, and so, so yeah. yeah. Have Have you guys ever heard the song "Different"? Like, I want to be different. I want to be changed. So all of me is gone. All of me is gone, and the whole and all that remains is a fire so bright mm. that the whole world can see. Mm. I want to be different. That's cool. That's I, good. I forget who sings that song. It's a really good song. Mm. Um, but the meaning behind that, the song when I was listening to it, hit me different than. Um, than when what it actually was written for. Hmm. Um, so it's cool that songs can relate to different yeah. circumstances in that way. But the reason why he wrote it was because he wanted God to not change his circumstance, but he wanted God to change his view of the circumstance, yeah. change yeah. him. And so I thought that was really cool because I got a totally different um, explanation out of the song. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's a really good song. That is cool. That is cool. Um, well, listen... Thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. I think it's a topic that needs to be spoken about. And here's the thing. I hope everyone's listening understands, like, 
we are three people that have no idea what i mean <laughs> like uh, and i said this i say this a lot but it's true like we are just three people that are in a room talking to one another having a conversation and we don't claim to know your circumstance mm-hmm. we don't claim to know your your hurt your pain um but we just hope that we can offer uh open ear open heart um and it's just share our experiences yeah. um and that it will touch you in a way that maybe will give you some hope um because that's all we we can do and um if you need anything of course please reach out to us but i just always want to reiterate that like this isn't a podcast that (laughs) claims to know everything Mm -hmm. we are just three people that that talk about our life and talk about what the lord's done in our life or, or whatever it is you know whatever topic we're talking about so um alex thank you for doing that yes um thank you for spending time with us and telling us your your story telling us how the lord's worked through your life it sounds like he's done some incredible (laughs) incredible things Mm -hmm. um i'll never get over i'll never get over nine times (laughs) i won't (laughs) just because it's so unheard of and it's it's not it, it listen it's not nine times failing it's nine times of perseverance nine times mm-hmm. of just not that's giving good. up it's that's nine good. times we have two views on failure and it can either oh i failed eight times mm-hmm. or it can be well here's another opportunity like, yeah. you know what yeah. i mean and the only way you were going to continue to do that is if your vision was opportunity not failure mm-hmm. right and so i just i just i think it's incredible i mean it's not, <laughs> it's just because it's so unheard of mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it's just speaking to me because i'm like gosh like maybe i should work on something a little longer you know what i mean um but i just man congrats kudos to you because that's really cool congratulations for selling your house thank you well not your house but selling the home um congratulations on getting your license on all the person on all the things you've persevered through um it's really cool to hear and uh you are very much the person who you are who you speak about who you are in real life I really appreciate that about you. So, um, yeah. So thank you. Yeah. you. You good? Thanks for having me. <laughs> this is this is so cool. Yeah. Um, and I just thank God for every opportunity that I get to speak about Him. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank awesome. you so much. We love you guys, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.